0: You are listening to GTFO, Get the Fad Out, a modern girl's guide to dieting. Hey, hey guys, thanks for joining in again and again and again every week As we try to pump out these at least once a week and love to do more for you guys. So make sure that if you have not, you've hit subscribe, um, given us a five-star review if you love it. And um, that helps just spread the word and all those things. But also, um, by donating and subscribing, uh, less than $5 a month, um, you can help donate to a great cause as half of the portion portions of proceeds will go directly to uh, human or child trafficking. Um, and so, um, it's a great way to give back, but also keep the podcast going. And eventually I'd love to pump out even more, Um, motivational um, episodes, but also informational and educational about all the nutritional and exercise things that you guys have going on. It helps you, motivates you, gives you an easier path, and that's what I'm here to do. So that would be great if you could do that for me today. Um, But today we are going to talk about something a little more personal to me, but I thought, gosh, I cannot go on this journey alone, first of all, but um, I want to take you guys with me. But I know so many people that have gone through at least a portion of this little story that I'm about to tell you um, in their life. And although it doesn't directly pertain to fitness or um, nutrition necessarily, or like weight loss, but It kind of does because without when all these other issues are going on, it's really, really going to be a struggle and sometimes impossible to meet your other physique goals because of these other things going on with your body. And so today I'm kind of just vomiting on you guys, giving you an update. Um, If you had seen a post um, not too long ago, I had posted about going to Encompass Wellness Um, facility um, and they have great functional medicine doctors and they do a ton there Um, but I was going specifically for my own health and something my autoimmune and some things that I had going on with me and that I've had going on for a very 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 long time despite really taking care of myself or at least trying to and um, you know trying to create a lifestyle for myself that I can continue to live out and you know I want to dive into that, and I want to talk about autoimmune and I want to talk about what's really going on inside your body and I'm not a medical professional in any way, obviously, but um, I think it's important that we talk about this stuff, and I think it's important that we share our experiences because it does help someone else because I was given that opportunity as well, and even though I feel like, hey, you know I'm not a newbie to nutrition or um, movement in the body and things like that, but I don't know um you know I don't have. A great understanding of the other side of it, the the you know, um, the general practitioner side of it, um, and then of course anything beyond that. Um, I like I said, I, I I tune in and I research a lot and I read a lot and I listen to a lot, but. For myself, I only know really well what has worked for me and what hasn't and my experiences and what I've seen clients go through. And so thankfully, I was kind of encouraged to go this route. And I, I had been looking into the whole functional medicine thing uh, for a while. But I want to talk about what happened to me and what's going on. And um, you may find that even if you don't have a serious ailment or uh, you know, you, you're feeling great, I think it's important that we talk about like micronutrients and how your body processes everything and just the ins and outs of all this and again i'm it's going to come out weird because I haven't fully processed what's going on um and so but i but I think it's important to share uh, part of this will also include um, lots of dietary changes to my for myself and I want to talk about that as well because that is very difficult um, think about how hard it is for you to diet or you know adhere to A specific program if you're really trying to like hit a specific goal. I mean your behaviors and um, your lifestyle and your environments and all those things affect your choices and what you do and live out day in and day out. So um, it is all connected and so I think even more that's why it's important to talk about because it's hard enough to you know walk a straight line for most of us at least in the compliance department to keeping our you know weight in check and eating healthy and things like that. And so when you put a whole nother thing on there or whole nother 10 things on there, it can make it even harder. Um, and you know, I have so many clients that are have to eat gluten free or, um, have allergies to foods or just simply cannot eat certain things anymore, or, you know, they have things going on. And so, um, You know, as I'm kind of diving into that scene a bit more, I'm like, wow, we really need some help out here. We need some information that people can easily go. I mean, it's the same as the the questions I get asked every day are like, how much protein should I eat? How can I fit more protein in? How can it? Well, take it from the other way and go, okay, if you have someone that's gluten free or has an allergy to food and they can no longer, you know, tolerate that food, now you're looking at that and going, oh my gosh, I got to figure all this out. And that's kind of where I'm finding myself. So I want to start um, in by kind of explaining the background. I have done other podcast episodes about my autoimmune journey, so I won't get too specific in it, but I'll give you a very general of what happened until now so that you can better understand. And so if you notice anything in yourself, like you have any of these symptoms or you kind of deal with this stuff daily, um, you know, you can kind of pay attention and be attention to it and be cautious and be really self-aware as you move ahead and if you do need help reach out to the appropriate um, avenue for that because um, what i'm understanding um, even more so than i already felt like i did with nutrition and fitness is that i'm understanding more that um, you can change a lot of things by the way you eat and a lot of things that are happening to you are because of the way you eat Currently, so um, I think it's. Let's just dive into all that. So let's go. So I started my autoimmune journey, um, or figuring that out, probably six, seven years ago. It's been quite a while now. I, I, I may be off by a year or two, but it, it's about that. So um, I started having severe headaches, having a ton of symptoms. Fatigue was insane. My mom has a ton of autoimmune. She has fibromyalgia and lupus and Sjogren's, and um, so, so it wasn't. Um, too alarming to to go through a process and find out that I you know had Sjogren's disease, and then eventually um, I found that I by going to a rheumatologist and you know doing that for several years that I also uh, the year before last got diagnosed with um, rheumatoid arthritis. So. Um, My grandma had that as well so um, although the process to finding those things out was not easy and I went through a lot of twists and turns and was recommended a lot of garbage information by specialists that I was going to see that I had great recommendations and things like that so you know I went through all that journey it was very very tough I was really depressed. Um, just, just really bad feeling terrible every day. And many of you understand that, that have gone through that process of finding out, but also living with it and kind of knowing your own body's boundaries because your body is so different from somebody else with the same autoimmune disease or whatever. And, and really navigating all that. And it's, it it can be lonely and you know, when you're in pain or you have a lot going on with stressors and things like it just brings you down. And so I had to spend many years kind of pulling myself together Um, although I kept up with habits and did things it was just very hard and difficult and so it was just very that comparison to what you could do before was all of a sudden almost impossible feeling now and you know navigating all that so it was very very tough but um, as I you know continued on my health and fitness journey as we all are and progressing and getting better at that and nailing down even better habits and I just was like you know i just still don't feel good and i'm taking the plaquenil that they give me every year and taking that every day and um you know taking vitamin d sometimes and doing my creatine just your usual basic stuff i was real basic about it uh because i don't like to deal with a lot of it honestly going to the doctor sucks to me i think it's high it gives me a lot of anxiety i don't like it you usually don't get good news and it costs a lot of money And it just kind of seems like you never really get the help you need. And that's kind of very much how I was feeling and I have for a long time. Um, And it's just that obvious thing kind of in your gut going, is this normal? Should we be continuing to do this? Are we just putting a band-aid on something? I don't understand. And I just couldn't accept it. And so I was, you know, not to mention, I was still having a ton of symptoms all the time. Um, you know, trying to manage my stress and getting extra sleep and doing the, you know, all the little habit steps that I could do, implement, you know, practically every day. I was diving in, doing everything. Um, and, and and I was proud of myself because I had changed a lot of uh, personal emotional things in my life. And I'm still working on that. And I'm really proud of where I've, you know, come to that point. So I started doing therapy as well, because uh, my anxiety was just kind of getting to a place where it was just too much and kind of for no reason if that makes sense um and so i i started to work on some of my emotional and um um you know past stuff trauma and stuff like that and so working through that and realizing how much anxiety i had i really wanted to tame it because again stress is the silent killer you know of all things but especially with inflammation and Uh, It just really can wreck your body. I mean, honestly, it can end up killing you uh, as a, you know, from the byproducts of just living with constant anxiety all the time. So diving into all that, loving it, it's hard, but it's, it's worth it and all the things. But as I'm doing that, I'm going, you know, thinking about some of my symptoms that I've lived with for a really long time. And maybe you'll feel this way too with some of yours. You don't realize what you're living with. Like, it's the same as being overweight and just being like, yeah, I'm overweight, but, you know, I feel okay. But sometimes you don't know that you feel okay. Like, really. Sometimes you got to change that space you're in, then you lose 30 pounds, and you're like, I thought I felt okay. I feel fantastic now. I felt like crap before and didn't even know it. Didn't ever realize. It's kind of that same thing. So it's like just looking at it and going, you know, if I really look at this, I've just become in a place where I feel like this day-to-day thing that's going on inside my body is normal. And I just kind of accepted it and lived with it for, some of these symptoms were, you know, a, a ton are gastro related for me. And um especially, you know, the last, I'd say, oh, 12 to 15 years, you know, something like that. I, I, I can remember looking back at some really traumatic points in my life where this, you know, gastro and just intense, like my body just feels like, if I'm stressed out, my stomach's going to hurt. You know, your body's going to tell you. So, I've been dealing with this for so long and all these other some, you know, things weren't working. I'm like, is this autoimmune related? I don't know what's going on, but my fatigue is just insane sometimes still no matter how good I take care of myself, no matter if I get 10 hours of sleep every night. Just what's going on? Not to mention the, you know, RA symptoms of, you know, my elbows starting to hurt, my knees hurting all the time and that kind of thing and um You know, just looking at everything and going, you know, I don't want to accept this anymore. I'm not expecting to live a perfect life or, you know, to be, you know, I'm expecting to have some (laughs) symptoms of things on occasion, but um, something just doesn't make sense to me. And I feel that way a lot about the medical field and um, a lot of the information that's constantly pumped out and even how um, doctors interact um, I, I know there's so much to it, and it, they don't always want to be practicing the way they even are. But with insurance and all of the, the variables and components that are involved in that, I think are way messier than any of us really know. Um, but all in all, what I was feeling like is I'm checking off boxes, and they're checking off boxes just so they can hand me a pill, and I'm walking away putting a bandaid on a bullet hole, and that's how we're going to live. And we know now so much about deficiencies in the body and what that can cause. This is what causes cancer and this is what causes autoimmune disease. And guess what? You can make it different for free. Truly, because it's how you're eating. It's what you're ingesting. It's what you're putting on your body. These things over time. And so... I know it doesn't make much sense now, but I'm gonna kind of let you know some of the things, some of the top things that I had done um, and what I went through, what the process looked like, because I really wish somebody would have told me about it because it was very stressful. Um, And if I would have kind of known some of the things and been educated on a bit, I think it would have been a much calmer process, but what, and and also what I found out. So let's dive into that. So I got a great recommendation uh, for a referral from a friend to this Uncompass wellness center, what the saddest thing about it is, um, I had called many centers for probably the last year, and they won't even put you on a waiting list because the waiting lists are so maxed out. That's how many people are literally running to functional medicine for help because they no longer feel the medical field, the general practice has value to it. They don't feel like they're helping, they're throwing money at them for nothing, and in some cases, they feel like they are being killed. In, in in some fashion over time, because these these ailments and things that could be solved and need remedying aren't being remedied because we are just handing out band aids, and so we really want to get to the root cause. And so I think people are starting to wake up, and maybe the pandemic did that. Maybe with the FDA, people are starting to realize the um, inconsistencies and all those things. But whatever the case, for for almost a year, I was searching, just trying to get on weight list. So I got in. These people are fabulous um, and um the, you know it's very unfortunate and I think really disgusting, honestly that insurance will not pick up mostly uh most of the time your functional medicine uh bills. you are going to be paying out of cash for most of these things, and that 's why people are feel they don 't have a choice, so they go well, i can 't i don't have the money to go see that, and it 's just a tragedy. Um, I'm so thankful to be in a place where I was able to do it. Um, It is very expensive. Um, You just think about if you look at your labs on blood work that you usually get done that your insurance may cover normally, um, take a look at that and and you could see how you can spend thousands pretty quickly um, trying to get answers. But for me it was very important and so as a family we decided that was something that we needed to do. So I go in do your general uh panel of just, you know, your generals, but we decided to go much deeper into that. And that's what I love about functional medicine is I go every year to my, you know, specialist, my rheumatologist to get blood work every year. None of this information that I found out ever was told to me. Was never even tested for. And that blows my freaking mind. So, you know, every year I'm paying for this out of pocket thinking this is okay, this is keeping me safe. They're going to take my panels and see if anything's wrong and if it's not. And I know a lot of people that as they dive into autoimmune and stuff, you start kind of understanding like what's behind the curtain, we could call it. With things like this, um, you have to really know what you're testing for with blood. You can't just walk into your doctor and your doctor take a general panel and it's gonna show what it needs to. You have to know what you're testing for. And there's a ton of panels. So um, I appreciated the thoroughness and I was willing to pay for that because um, I was paying for general panels anyway. Um, So why not get some answers, get some thorough answers? So we did um, hormones, we did... um, i did breath tests i took home breath tests, stools test three different uh urine tests i did these at home uh the blood work stuff was done in office and then was sent off but all of these other tests that i think i did three, four, five, five um five total i have one more to do and it's a metals test but uh they look into the toxicity in your body your vitamin deficiencies um is your body even able to absorb or use the vitamins you're taking. Um, You know, genetic things. There was all kinds of things. She did everything and it was amazing um, to get that true information back. So um, we did that and um, she had most of my blood work and samples back. Again, I still have a few that are kind of floating around waiting for results. Uh, but those, by the time I go to my next appointment, I should have those, so that will be even more great information that I can use to help myself as I go ahead. Um, A few of the main things that came out in my results um, were, of course, high inflammation, uh, nothing new, right? Um, It did not show that I even had Sjogren's disease, uh, which I was originally diagnosed with, again, um, many years ago. There could be several reasons for that. One could be I'm considered to be in remission for Sjogren's. Um and that's possible. However, um my RA was positive and was showing active. So I wonder, and again, I'm not a medical professional, but I wonder why one would be um active and one wouldn't be um or or you know, not show up. The other possibility is um I never had Sjogren's, which um, you know that was very likely, um, at least from the doctor 's opinion that 's likely, um, and why would that be well, because you know these autoimmune disease run in my family, so how easy is it to go in? and get this blood work done. And what they test for is it called an ANA. And if that's negative or positive, right, depending on if you have an autoimmune. My ANA is positive. Great, you have autoimmune. Your mom has Sjogren's. Do you have dry eye and dry mouth? Well, sure, I live in Oklahoma, everybody does. Yes, then you have Sjogren's. And that was likely something that she sees commonly, she said, um, that there's just a lot of, yep, that's a good guess, that's probably where we're at, let's move on and uh, just treated me in that way. Now, I'm not sure that my care would have changed, so I'm not too upset about that, although I just find that really bizarre uh, because I would have been taking Plaquenil, whether at RA or Sjogren's, either way, so um, at least that's that's what they would have directed, so I can't really be too wound up about that, but it's just kind of mind-boggling. So uh, beyond that, um, and more importantly, um, they found that I was not digesting carbohydrates, meaning my body was just not using them. So they were sitting inside my body. I also had, uh, and and not to mention the deficiencies that will come from my body, not able to break that down, um, which will cause a lot of problems. Um, and I would have never known that ever. Um, I have an infection or a, um, I guess yeast in my gut and, um, what was the other thing? I had yeast and mold in my gut that could have been there for for a very long time. But this is most likely what's causing a lot of that gastro distress that I'm dealing with. My body is not able to process the nutrients that I was trying to give it. And I have mold and yeast sitting in my gut. And so, you know, we know gut health is so important, which was was a big focus, obviously, of why I went in. So I guess on one end, I was happy to hear like, hey, I'm not insane or like, I don't, you know, this is fixable. You know what I mean? And I don't have to just sit with this stuff inside my body um, and never know it's there, but wonder why I'm physically ill every day so uh that was a huge one uh very eye-opening there so we went through all that i even had some a little bit of hormone stuff my progesterone was low my testosterone was weird but we're kind of working through those things they didn't seem it, it was an easy fix anyway um so i was happy to know that my thyroid was a little bit low on the functioning level would have never known that information and again That seems like something that should have been tested for or at least acknowledged on um, in all the previous years of testing. I mean, I'm going to an autoimmune doctor for this and I'm not getting that information. Um, So that was kind of interesting. Um, I also had a double, and I may be saying this wrong, a double genetic mutation. And I won't dive into that because I don't understand it fully. But what I'll tell you it means for me is that my whole life, I have not been able to use uh, folic acid, which is a necessity, your body has to have it. It's a, essential. So I've been living for who knows how long, I mean, I guess 40 years, I mean, I don't know how developmental, you know, how that all works, but we could say for 40 years, I've never been able to absorb and use folic acid, a necessity in my body, And it's just a simple fix. You know, you take folate supplements so that it can help carry that. But It's a whole thing, but I'm like, are you kidding me? I just, I'm just sitting here like this, like in my body, even if I want, even if I fed it that, you know what I mean? Um, They pump in um, all kinds of folic acid whenever you're pregnant, right? Very common to do. And I was just sitting in my body and my body, and I guess in the way it was kind of, explained to me, it was almost like a toxicity to my body because it couldn't do anything with it. So it was just pumping it in there. And again, this is where we're getting into like autoimmune and cancer and all these things. And, you know, pair that with my stomach issues. Um, and, and, and you know, again, a lot of the stomach issues are gonna come from most likely all of these other things going on in my body. Um, but But there was a lot on there. And so I'm so grateful to have been able to go, but also have this knowledge, um, this, the, the thing that I'm struggling with now, and I will talk about this later, cause I'd love to do a part two of this. Cause I know it's kind of long. Um, and then it's going to be about the nutritional side of it, because, um, they're concerned that I will have like a, a gluten intolerance that I won't be able to deal with um, or, or at least not comfortably able to eat gluten for the rest of my life. Um, we're kind of playing with that. I don't know that for sure. I, I, I'm kind of one of those people because I love that flexible approach. I just don't think um, the thing that I'm struggling with is the, the elimination of everything is really hard for my brain. And I think it's really hard for most people. And that and that's what I want part two to be or more so about the nutritional side of things and how I'm navigating that. So I want to give you an update on that later as I'm kind of working through that this last week. And I'm hopefully I'll get better as I go and be able to document not just what's working for me, uh, but also what I'm able to tolerate. Um, and, you know, I, I need to be able to test those limits to go, is it... It, it, I don't know that it's possible for any human being to be gluten-free the rest of their life. I think you can strive for it and minimize it as much as possible. But you, you know, there's there's carryover and things touch things. And even when you're doing your very best, these things can happen um, in a restaurant. These things can happen in a factory. These things can happen anywhere. So I, I, and I don't want to be so obsessive with it, but more so what I'm interested in is seeing What's the dose for me if I can clean up all of these other areas and maintain get real healthy Get the supplements. I need to help me thrive and be able to absorb these things Am I in a space where I can be completely or as much as humanly possible gluten-free and that's the way I have to live Or is there a space of I can have gluten sometimes because I don't have this huge toxicity level in my body That's just and, and my doctor explained it like a bucket. We all have a bucket and once that bucket reaches its toxicity limit, it, it just kind of overflows and that's when you see these problems, right? Um, so we want to remove some of the stuff out of the bucket because everybody has toxic stuff in their bucket in life. Um, but some people's buckets are bigger and some people's are smaller and some people's have been filled up from earlier years of toxicity. I mean, I did hair for years. had my We didn't wear gloves. We were just digging in. Um, we renovated for about 4 years living in a house we were just popping up, you know, it was a 40-year-old house popping up stuff. Um it could be so many things and then pair that with genetics of course. So so that's what we're talking about as far as like, you know, let's control what we can and minimize some toxicities, get our get, you know, healthy again on the gut and um, you know, healthy in therapy on the on the brain and the emotions and and just kind of meet it all head, you know, at one head, but You know, I wanna see if if by doing that, what a balance for me will look like. Um, There's something they suggested, the AIP diet, which, you know, the autoimmune diet, and I've I've always disliked this because um, it's that whole complete elimination and it doesn't take into account the emotional and behavioral aspects that come along with food. And so that's really what I wanna dive into because I think that's most important because if it's really so important for us to adhere to a certain diet if we have an ailment or an allergy, we need to know how to practically do that in a real life way, and that's really what I want to dive into because that's what I do. That's what I do with health and fitness. I, I, you know, uh, learn, educate myself, um, and get schooling, and then practice, and then of course with my clients, um, teaching that really practical behavioral approach to all, at all. But I think part of that is we have to understand and talk about these things that go on with us, so that we can understand the processes of everything and what that looks like. Because that's a lot less scary, right? Than being thrown in like, oh my gosh, you have all these problems with your body. It's like dying and you're sick and you need to stop eating everything you're eating. Um, that can really be overwhelming and not necessarily very productive, I think. And that's what I always try to teach with health health and fitness here in this space is it needs to be productive, it needs to be efficient, it needs to be quality. Um, and so so I want to take that with me into this as well in my own experience. So I think it will be helpful to share those things as I navigate different food items and different things, um, some different products that I've tried that I've liked and what I, or what I didn't like. I think that'll be really helpful to those that are having some of these other things. But back to the um, AIP diet, Essentially, they want to do like a complete, like what you would call, and I hate this word, detox, um, although it probably more so applies now um, in this um, particular topic, Um, but kind of a reset of your body so that uh, you do this for 90 days. No alcohol, no sugar, no processed foods whatsoever, no gluten, no gluten-free items either. No condiments, no, um, it's like chicken, Pacific salmon, um, turkey. I mean, you've got about six different protein items. No whey, no whey products, no protein products. I mean, nothing packaged. Organic. Um, all. I mean, it, it, I, I, there's some fruits and some vegetables. You don't get all of them. Um, And again, no snacks, no nothing. It's just all whole food, you know, kind of thing. And it's very limited. And so um, I'm very well-versed in at least the most general nutrition sense. Um, I understand grocery stores very well. Um, I run a meal prep company. So I we're in and out of the grocery store three times a week. I mean, I understand where things are and products and labels and things like this. And this is very difficult for me. Um, you're talking about removing literally everything, but plain, you can have salt and pepper, you know, you don't, you don't get sauces, no nightshade vegetables, no tomatoes, onions, things like this, nothing. Um, no salsa, no, um, you know, forget convenience at all. Um, and so, so that, you know, I'm trying to wrap my head around that and slowly kind of eliminate a few things here and there and, Um, the process behind the 90 day AIP diet they want you to do is again, 90 days, but here's the kicker. Say you mess up, say you accidentally eat something gluten or say there was accidentally something on a food you ordered, or you just didn't know you messed up or you caved and you said, I gotta have a glass of wine or whatever. You put some ketchup on, you know, something, it starts over. Just You just have to start over. The 90-day starts over. And I just, that's very, my mind is like, what? I just don't see how this behaviorally is good because just because something is good for you nutritionally, if it doesn't help you emotionally or, it you know, it causes harm in that way, um, then it's no longer good for you either. And so I, I'm battling with those things as well. So um, like I know so many would be. And so it's just been a really like eye opening, like, oh, I've had many days where I'm just like overwhelmed and just freaking out starving because I'm like, I've got to get protein. And I know how important this is to get nourishment dropped to a a lower weight than I'd like. Um, And I, I, I just am nervous about losing muscle. And you know, these are kinds of my concerns and keeping enough energy in me to keep going all day while I'm navigating new foods, cutting out things, new items, things like that. So Um, I do wanna continue on that journey. So what I want to say to you, and again, we'll do a part two with some more, but I wanted to just kind of update you. But what I want you to know is that yes, if you have ailments like this, like um, disease or autoimmune disease or some things going on in your body, check further, check further than you think. Get an extra opinion, do something different. Maybe try some things at home. Maybe, maybe you know, there, there's some other things to it. And especially if you have a gut feeling inside that, gosh, I just, am, I don't know. This doesn't make sense. And there's something else to this, I think. It's worth checking into if you can. Um, and I, I'm always here if anybody wants to reach out via message about some things they're going through, a uh, chat with you about it, support you, whatever. Um, and at least let you know kind of what helped me as I continue to navigate this as well. Um, but what I want you to know is, With all those things, check further. But also, if you have some weight to lose, let's say 20, 30, beyond pounds, it would be in your best interest, especially, it'd be in your best interest anyway, but especially with those ailments, knees hurting, you know, arthritis, these, get that weight off of you. Your symptoms will improve significantly with that alone. Now you do weight loss, get that weight off, pair it with, some real good nutritional um, substance and fuel that's really helping you. Maybe you need to go to a doctor and kind of ch- get your levels checked, things like this pair that you'll be amazing. It, it, the road will be so much easier. Talk about having more energy and um, fixing those problems that you thought you'd live with forever, you know? Um, so, so it's important to advocate for yourself, not just in weight loss and fitness and, and all those things, but really with your body on the inside as well what you're eating, what you're thinking about, what you're reading, your, your mental space, all those things. That's part of health and fitness. You know, um, you're in your, your emotions, your mind, your heart, all of that is connected together and your body's going to let you know whenever something's wrong. And that's going to be how it comes out. It's going to come out in disease. It's going to come out in, you know, body parts hurting and, It's telling you something. Um, And so often it's, you know, we get information that isn't helpful or sometimes even counterproductive to our health, Um, even in good intention by a doctor or, um, you know, something that was suggested or, you know, to us to do to help us can sometimes still be harmful. And so just advocate for yourself, get up and go after it. Don't let it go another day. Whether it's weight loss or something in your gut telling you something's wrong, don't wait. Get your life together, get it, you know, do what you can with what you have available to you and start there. Um, Even if that's just as simple as, hey, I want to cut down some of the toxicity that's coming in my way. Maybe I'm going to get some glass containers. Uh, We just did all glass switching over and um, making our own laundry detergent. Just a few things that actually is going to be um, cost-effective for us. So we kind of are trying to have fun with it and, um, you know, not go out there and spend... I mean, I, I looking at the gluten-free items, I'm like, well, I could spend $1,000 here at the store on five items because it's so wild. Um, but, you know, we want to make it doable and practical and realistic, something that I can really continue to, to, to do as I move ahead and get better and heal and... Um, um, not just feel like a failure every day because I can't do 90 days straight of just chicken and salt and pepper, you know? So, um, I'm going to continue on with it, but, um, I'll, I'll be updating you guys on the nutrition part in part two. And then of course my updated results for, um, my metals test and everything else, um, that comes along with it. I'm sure I'll have so much more to talk about at that point. But, um, again, the main point is, reach out do what you got to do with what you can but do not wait don't let your life go by and think this is normal for 10 20 years um and and i know this 100 percent. that no matter what you're going through or what you're dealing with it no matter what it can be improved upon and you do not just have to be handed a pill and a bill and and sent home there's something else out there for you um and I don't know what it is for you, but reach out. Keep looking. Don't stop. Don't give up on yourself. Thanks for listening today, guys. I'll keep you updated on part two. See ya. Thanks for listening to GTFO. This is a podcast created by Fitness with Lindsay. You can contact me at www.fitnesswithlindsay.com. Thanks.